slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, Thursday edition. Hope everybody is doing well. So glad you could join us. Big game tonight, game three, Islanders, Bruins at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, and the barn should be very close to full uh, based on what capacity is allowed right now, and I'll tell you, the place is going to be rocking. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. So, we are going to have a full preview of Game 3 tonight. We'll update you on the Oliver Wallstrom situation and his injury status. And, of course, we will look at some of the keys of the game. We always have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more to talk about on today's show. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during every Islanders game. So if you want instant insight and analysis or you want to discuss something during the game, please follow on Twitter. And it's always great to interact with Islanders fans. So game three is tonight. And I was thinking, I was doing some thinking about this game and why, you know, when the series started, I predicted it would go seven games. And now the Islanders have snatched home ice advantage from the Bruins. Not that it's going to be easy necessarily to keep it that way, but this is one of those series where you get the feeling that any game can go either way because these two teams are really mirror images of each other as far as the style of play that they have. And Barry Trotz talked about that on Wednesday at practice. He said, uh, as far as the way the Islanders play, it's a general mentality that this team has. You could go line by line, but it's really an organizational mindset that you have to play a certain way. You have to play a 200-foot game. We have a blue-collar identity to our team, and that's what Boston has. They have a blue-collar identity. That's part of their DNA, and that's part of our DNA. 
both organizations would predicate their game on a team concept. And at the end of the day, that's why getting home ice advantage can be a game changer for the New York Islanders. If the Islanders can take care of business and win both games at the Coliseum, they put themselves in the driver's seat heading in to the, you know, game five when it heads back to Boston. And that's going to be important. And when you're talking about two teams that play a similar style, I think each team has advantages. I think the Islanders have more depth offensively, but less firepower offensively. I think the Islanders have a better blue line overall than the Bruins do. But, uh, you know, goaltending, both teams have outstanding goaltending. And getting and keeping that home ice advantage is going to be extremely important for this team because it gives you the last change. It allows Barry Trotz to maximize the lo- the matchups that he wants to maximize. And that's going to mean Pelican Pulak out there as often as possible against the perfection line to slow down your your Marchants and and slow down your Pasternak if that's possible. Uh that is always, you know, something that the team is going to need to do. Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasternak. If they can get Pelican Pulak out there, and I would think predominantly the Pajot line, but you may also see the identity line out there against them as well. That is the way they're going to try to slow down that perfection line, and it will be important. I don't think you stop them. I don't think you shut them out too often. But you can slow them down enough that you can overcome whatever production they had, which is essentially what the Islanders were able to accomplish in Game 2. So having that last change and having that matchup advantage is a big deal. And here's what Matt Martin had to say about that exact aspect of this series. We did what we needed to do in terms of stealing one of their home games. Now we have an opportunity to get wins and take care of business in our building. They're a good team, and they're not going to go away easily. We've got to be at our best tomorrow night because they're a team that if you're not at your best, if you go to sleep for five to ten minutes, they can put it in the back of the net pretty quickly. So it's going to be a hard-fought battle. And you know what? If you think about it, what Matt Martin said about the Bruins is exactly what a lot of teams say about the Islanders. They work hard. They put you, uh, if you make a mistake, they cash in, they take advantage, they put it in the back of the net. You are not going to have an easy time playing against them. And that's why I think, you know, home ice advantage is going to be critical. The other thing is, from an Islanders perspective, with that last change, You want to make sure, not just that you're slowing down Boston's top line, but you want to get your top scoring line out there against an inferior defensive line, relatively, for Boston. Now, you know, those matchups, 
are going to be vital. And throughout the regular season, there's the occasional game where you play matchups or you kind of want matchups. But in the playoffs, line changes and matchups and all of that become more critical. And both of these teams have good coaches. But now, if you're Barry Trotz, more than any other time, this is where you earn your money. This is where you earn those big bucks that you're getting paid to coach this team. And, you know, we had our locker room chat yesterday. And I was talking to uh, a guy named Gil who was there with me. And I said, you know, if you compare the talent level of the Islanders from the year before the uh, Lamarillo-Trotz duo got there, I don't think this is a more talented team overall than they were the year before. But the reason they've been winning consistently since then is Lamarillo and Trotz really know what they're doing and they know how to maximize the talent. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about which line really is the Islanders' first line right now. We also have our Islanders' birthday of the day and some more matchups and keys to winning game three, all that still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need, from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There are no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investments based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, go for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL. To start growing your savings, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. So I, I have a question on my mind right now. And I'm going to put it out there. I'd love to hear your feedback. Feel free to, you know, mention it on Twitter. Feel free to uh, discuss it. You know, send me an email with your thoughts. But here's the deal. Right now, in the playoffs, 
what is the Islanders' most productive offensive line? You know, the number one line on paper is Barzal, Eberle, and Uncle Leo. But I think the Islanders' most productive line offensively in the postseason so far has been the B&B line. Brock Nelson, Josh Bailey, Anthony Bevilier. And part of it is because both Bevilier and Bailey raised the level of their play in the postseason, and they've done it a couple of years in a row right now. And, you know, it makes me wonder about which line, if you needed one goal late in the game, you're down two to one, there's two minutes left, you got to face off in the offensive zone, you pull your goalie. Who do you want out there on the ice? I would probably, probably go with Nick Letty, five forwards, and it, it would probably be the B&B line, Eberly and Barzal, to, to be the five forwards, and then Nick Letty. But, it, you know, I think that the number one scoring line, as far as productivity is concerned, right now, it, it's got to be the B&B line. And I, I just sort of wonder a little bit. I love... I love watching Anthony Bevilier pick up his game in the playoffs. It is absolutely a thing of beauty to watch. And look, right now, Anthony Bevilier is tied for the team lead with nine points in eight playoff games. That's four goals, five assists. Josh Bailey, four goals, seven points. In eight games, Brock Nelson, three goals, seven points in eight playoff games. You compare that to Jordan Eberle, five points, two of them goals. Matt Barzal, four points, none of them goals. And then, of course, Uncle Leo, two points, none of them goals. Clearly, clearly. There is more production coming from the B and B line, but I guess you know in the playoffs, Anthony Bevilier is a point a game player. During the regular season, though, where was that guy? Bo played in forty-seven games during the regular season, fifteen goals, twenty-eight points. That is. You know, a little bit more than half a point a game, maybe, you know, 0.6 points a game as opposed to 1.25 or 1 point, yeah, 1.25 points per game right now in the playoffs. 1.125, excuse me. But, you know, you always want to make sure a guy comes up big in the playoffs. Obviously, that's vital. But where is that Anthony Bevilier during the regular season? And there's got to be something the Islanders can do to turn on that switch when you go forward. Because clearly, after seeing him do it in the playoffs two years in a row, 
you know that style of play is in him. And the the key for Barry Trotz next year is going to be finding out how to get that sense of urgency into Bavillier so that he is ready to rock and roll during the regular season as well as during the playoffs. And uh, I'm hoping to see it. But in my mind, right now, the Bailey, Nelson, and Bavillier line is the Islanders' top line. And yes, Matt Barzal is their most dynamic offensive player. And yes, Jordan Eberle is very capable of putting the puck in the net. And both of them played very well in game two. But if I needed a goal, I've got to have the B&B line. And I think if Anders Lee was still active, and this is not meant to be a slight against Leo Komarov, but if Anders Lee was still out there, I might have a different opinion as to which line should be the top line. But Komarov... He adds a lot to this team. He does a lot of little things right. He earns his spot on the ice. And he is the best available fit right now on that line with Eberly and Barzal. But he is not a first-line quality player. And the absence of Anders Lee does take that line down a notch. And then you combine that with Bavillier raising his level of play and Bailey again playing well in the playoffs, and Brock Nelson again having a pretty good playoff as well, and you got a situation where I think that B&B line is the line for the Islanders to turn to when they need a big goal, when they need, you know, to, to, to try to, uh, to create some offense, when they need to get pressure on the opposing goalie, that's the line I'm sending out there. Uh, even more so than the Barzal, Eberly, and uh, Uncle Leo line. So let me know what you think. Send an email, uh, comment on Twitter, send it, you know, send it to me. Love to hear it. We'll talk about it a little bit more on tomorrow's show if people have some interesting comments to contribute. We've got more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day, and we'll discuss some more keys to game three of this series. All that still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You also have the Belmont Stakes coming up this weekend, NHL playoffs, of course, the NBA playoffs. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. We're talking MLB, NBA, NHL, and even your UFC and MMA action. Before the next face-off, head to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams go on their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, we want to wish 
a, a day late, but a very happy 52nd birthday to former Islanders winger Marty McGinnis. McGinnis drafted in the eighth round by the Islanders back in 1988, had three good seasons for Boston College, and then joined the Islanders in 1991-92, uh, became a more permanent member of the team the following year and remained with the team through the 96-97 season, had two 20-plus goal years with the Islanders. They traded him to the Calgary Flames. He later played for the Anaheim Ducks before finishing his career with the Boston Bruins. McGinnis played 796 NHL games, had 170 goals, 420 points, and added 22 more playoff games, three goals, and five points in those. McGinnis, a good second or third line forward. He could put the puck in the net, wasn't afraid to, uh, you know, play well defensively either, and was good for, you know, 15 to 20 goals on average, and let's say uh, somewhere in the range of uh, 40 points, 45 points, give or take, uh, depending on the season. We're going to look at one of Marty McGinnis's better games with the Islanders. December 17th, 1993, at the Nassau Coliseum, the Toronto Maple Leafs in town. In goal for the Leafs, former Islander Felix Potvan. For the Islanders, Ron Hextall was the goalie. And it was the Maple Leafs getting on the board first. Mick Vakoda in the penalty box for goalie interference just 21 seconds in. And Dave Andrichuk scores from Doug Gilmore and Dmitry Moranov. And it's one to nothing Maple Leafs, not even two minutes into the game. But Marty McGinnis answers for the Islanders. His eighth, Vladimir Malakov and Ray Ferraro, the assist at 8.06. That's where it stood after 20 minutes, one to one. But in the second period, Ray Ferraro was in the penalty box for tripping. Islanders shorthanded. And our Islanders' birthday of the day, Marty McGinnis strikes again his second of the game, ninth of the year. Pierre Turgeon with the only assist, 2-1 Islanders. Then, 34 seconds later, Derek King, an unassisted goal, his 15th, and the Islanders led 3-1. Islanders would get a chance to increase the lead. Mike Eastwood of Toronto off for high-sticking. Brad Delgarno cashes in on the power play. Travis Green and Scott Lachance with the helpers. Islanders had a 4-1 lead. And you thought the period was over. Well, 16 seconds after that, the Islanders score again. Benoit Hogue, his 14th assist to Pat Flatley at 19.42. And suddenly it's a 5-1 Islanders lead. Islanders strike again late in the third. Pierre Turgeon, his 13th. Darius Kasparitis and Marty McGinnis, our Islanders' birthday of the day, get the assist. It's a shorthanded goal at 17.53. Mark Osborne cashes in a power play goal in the final minute to make it a little closer. But the Islanders, with a 6-2 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs, they chased Felix Potvan, Damian Rhodes finished up this game. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Marty McGinnis, two goals, one assist. He was a plus three, and he scored on both of the shots that he got on goal. Ron Hextall, 20 saves in 22 shots for the win. Islanders had 41 shots, so they doubled up the Leafs in shots on goal. So once again, a very happy uh, 51st birthday for Islanders left wing Marty McGinnis. 
and many, many happy more. McGinnis is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Some final thoughts. Obviously, special teams going to be key. And the Islanders did it in Game 2. They had the two power play goals. It was vital to that three-goal second period and to the eventual victory. The Islanders have got to keep out of the penalty box and be productive on those occasions when they do get an opportunity to uh, go on the power play. And if they can get one power play goal at least per game, they are sitting in a very good spot. The other thing is, obviously, uh, the capacity at the Coliseum, up to 12,000 for this game. Here's what Barry Trotz had to say about it. I think they know, bring it. We're going to need them. We're going to need every one of them just to get through this because we're playing a very good hockey team. We want to do it for the arena, for our fan base, for ourselves as an organization. As for Oliver Wallstrom, he skated on Wednesday maybe ready for tonight's game. We still do not have uh, an official word. He's listed as day-to-day. I still get the feeling they'll wait until game four to play him. They're comfortable with Zajac in there, and they probably want to make sure that uh, Wallstrom is healthy, but it wouldn't shock me to see Wallstrom tonight either. Uh, One other little announcement. uh, The Bruins kind of uh, letting people know that Tuka Rask not 100% dealing with, quote-unquote, a nagging injury, according to Bruce Cassidy, the head coach of the Bruins. They said he's ready to go, but, you know, depending on what that injury is, the Islanders have to try to take advantage of that uh, potential situation in order to gain some kind of an advantage over the Bruins. Don't forget, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Can't wait for the game tonight. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Don't forget, I'll be live tweeting during the game. And of course, let's go. Islanders.